up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone of all things JFW. Joining us in the studio today, we got Jim and Dave White, Super Dave, and our special guest, Paco. Morning, morning. Morning, everybody. Morning, Paco. Hola. Hi, everybody. Episode 11 stats were down a little bit. I just feel it's because we had a couple short weeks and guys and girls aren't out trucking as much. I did see Canada's catching up with Australia, though. They got three total downloads, and uh, all-time downloads is over 2,500. So, Awesome. Go Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we did get a lot of good feedback from the people that did listen to it. Fred Powell said, love this. This is so cool to keep us all informed and entertained. Love the JFW family. Potter said, literally the best one yet. Senior brought tears to my eyes. It's an amazing place, and JFW is my forever home. Tufu Yank caught me at the fuel aisle. He said it was nice to hear more about the company, and it was a little bit more emotional, and it's just good to see where we came from. So That's definitely good feedback. Yeah, last week was a tough week for emotions, man. It was, I bet. That was tough. I bet. Yeah, Senior, he was very sincere and genuine and vulnerable, and yeah. it, was, it was good to just see him be so raw. Dad Joke Challenge, guys? Sure. Okay. Sure. Paco, you're the newcomer, so. So this is Jack's favorite right here. Is um, did you guys hear about that peanut in the park? I did not. It was assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, man. It yeah. never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> I think he laughed harder this time. Better. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, should we spill the beans to the listeners or we'll keep it a secret, Jim? Yeah, no, let's tell them. So this is uh, actually the second time we're recording this podcast. Uh, the computer had a glitch in it. We were probably about a good halfway through it and it kind of took a crap on us and I couldn't recover what we recorded. So here we are again and we hope we make it through this time. So There you go. Yeah. So, so we're hearing the jokes for the second time. Right. Us. <clears throat> I didn't notice how hard Paco laughed the first time, though. <laughs> so <laughs> to see him crack up at his own joke was pretty funny. So, That's when they're good. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> Brother Dave, I think you were next. Yeah, yeah, I just, not many people remember this, but uh, our other building we had right next door to this one uh, back in the day, Super Dave remembers this vividly, but uh, when Evelyn worked here, our mom, she was she was the maintenance crew, so she would come in and sweep the floors and mop and everything in the office every week. and. You never knew what day it was on. It's not like she had a regularly programmed day that she would do that. And it didn't matter what day of the week she did it, but the minute she would finish mopping that floor, it'd be all nice and wet. The UPS guy would show up and walk in, and he'd never cleaned his feet. He never stomped him, never wiped him at the door, just walked in and would trash her floor every time. And I mean, it, it sucked to watch that happen, but it was it was kind of funny because you're like, you know, a little snicker, like, well, that's not that big a deal, but it was a big deal, right? You know, so anyway, I, I uh, it kind of rolls me into the joke next, but uh, <clears throat> this uh, police officer, he's out on patrol and gets a call in his cruiser, and runs off to scene, and he winds up calling his desk sergeant, says, hey, we got, got an unusual case out here, and the sergeant's like, well, what's up? You know, what'd you find? And he said, well, I, I got on scene here at the house, and he said, uh, a woman has shot her husband for walking on the wet floor that she just mopped. And the sergeant says, well, have you arrested her yet? And he says, no, man, the floor's still wet. 
that one a, doesn't get old either. Right? It's a well-trained husband. He's not getting shot, right? Damn right. He's a smart cop. Uh, I know the punchline's yours, Jim. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, water on the floor or wet, do you know what the shower head said to the faucet? Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone that gets naked in front of me turns me on. <laughs> Bada boom. <laughs> I think these are better the second time. <laughs> they are. It's good we can laugh on ourselves. You know what they say so. about simple minds. <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, I'm going to jump in uh, with the joke about the butter. Did you hear the rumor about butter? No. No. Well, I'm not going to spread it. (laughs) (laughs) The delivery was good, Dave. I I love that one. All right, guys. That melts my heart. What is the resolution? What is the New Year's resolution, I should say? It's something that goes in one year and out the next. (laughs) Oh, man. They were, they were good the second time. They I were. liked them. Hopefully everybody else likes them yeah, the yeah. first time for them. Celebrations. Uh, we don't have a lot of celebrations, but the one we got is pretty big. Uh, tomorrow is Tina Springsteen's two-year anniversary, and we've said it before. Tina does a bang-up job. We could send her anywhere to do anything. So happy anniversary, Tina. It's been really nice having you here. Woo, thank yeah. you, Tina. Congratulations, Tina. Moving on to shout-outs, Linda wanted to give Leroy Powell Jr. a shout-out for covering Rob White while he was bit, while he was away, and I want to give Leroy a shout-out for being related to Uncle Freddie. <laughs> thanks, Leroy. Yeah, thanks, you guys, and Uncle Freddie for being related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys got any shout-outs? Well, I got a shout-out for Jimmy uh, for helping me out with the uh, course. Um, he helped me out at least two weekends already in a row, and so... Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, Jimmy's a good guy. He's highly qualified, very knowledgeable, and he's always willing to help. So thanks, Thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy V. Absolutely. My shout-out, you guys, would be to everybody over the last couple weeks trying to get through the holidays and stuff. You know, a lot of of good times being with your families and stuff like that, but it's also a little slow, a lot of days off, and hopefully people are thinking about using their PTO on the days off and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, starting this time of year, we haven't had much snow, but, you know, we're still, we've had such nice weather, we're a little slow with work because everybody's been working and getting it done, and, and it's just that time of year when there's a lot of time off, and, you know, I, I noticed celebrating Tina's uh, two-year anniversary, you know, to start on uh, December 30th, you know, two years ago, that middle of winter, and, and, and she made it work, and she hung in there, and, and I think she, I know she does a great job, and hopefully she, she enjoys her job and working here. I'm pretty sure that was a pretty tough winter too, two years ago. Yeah. Super Dave, you would know you're What's the almanac say, Dave? Gosh, I can't remember from year to year. Are you kidding me? I, I want to give a shout out to the snow crew. We've got some snow coming in Friday evening, which is New Year's Eve. Um, so we're gonna have to mobilize all the guys out there doing snow removal. And uh we've got a bunch of volunteers that volunteered to work over the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So a shout out to all those guys going out to do snow removal this weekend. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> also enjoy those paid holidays last week being paid for Christmas and this year this week being paid for New Year's Eve too. Yep. And rewind into what Jim said about using PTO and you know, historically, between Thanksgiving and New Year's, it's the worst time as far as, you know, um, 
the amount of work that we have. But if you can hang in there, man, it does pay off. You know, and if you do want to use PTO, it's not too late. You know, as long as we haven't paid you for that period that we're off, I mean, you could still put in for PTO days for, you know, last week. That's not a problem. So let us know. Anthony Harper, he's doing it perfect. And, you know, he got sick this week. He wanted to use some PTO. And he was just so grateful about it. And it's like nice that he's grateful, but you earned it, buddy. You know what I mean? Those are your days and you get to use them you know, how you want, and this is a perfect example of the way to use them. So. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the reason we started the program. Yep. And Paco, you started this time of the year. You just had your three-year anniversary. So what was it like for you, your first winner? I know it had to be a little tough. It was a little tough um, coming in the winter, a little slow, but I was doing roofing at that time, so I was pretty happy at being able to be inside a warm truck, <laughs> right? <laughs> not freezing cold feet, cold hands, you know? Right. So I was pretty happy. Yeah, definitely. I had to break out my, uh, I just got some uh, Yukon Extreme coveralls or bibs, I should say. And it's perfect timing for those. It's been cold the last couple of days. Getting ready for that snow. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yep. So, Pox, you're... It's about uh, to be stock show weather, Jim. Yeah, they have not Are they having that this year? I think so, yeah. Really? I, well, I, honestly, I don't know. I just associate stock show yeah, January was stock show, and it's cold. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, they know. didn't last year, right? Because nope. of the... Can't. I think they wound up because of COVID canceling right. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Huh. Maybe yeah, too, somebody can answer too that. Too many of the cows were sick. I think they're vaccinated this year. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Carrying the jokes. Man, dropped right to the low road. Yeah, man, cow COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason it starts with a C. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, humans will get that if they eat the cows, right? Absolutely. Just like mad cow disease. Man, how many <laughs> listeners do we have? Nobody's, everybody just stopped eating beef. They're like, oh, yep. you guys went there. Well, if you want to donate your beef, I know two guys sitting at this table <laughs> that'll right. eat it. So Plenty of room in my freezer. Oh, Super Dave's got to go. Soup, thanks for being here. Sorry we didn't get through the podcast the first time. Thanks for having me. Luckily, we do have your high road hauler and your dad joke. So <laughs> yeah, we, got that, we got that great dad joke. <laughs> yeah. We Absolutely. won't spread it. We'll spread it. <laughs> <laughs> he Pretend does. it's like COVID. <laughs> oh, man. He does kill dad jokes. He kills them, I don't know man. where he gets them because I know he looks them up. We're looking up the same ones, but, right? man. Can't compete. Nope. So, Paco, you're a family man. You're involved with your church. What else do you do in your off time? So, on my off time, it's a little hard to say, but it. My wife makes me do family time. <laughs> family is everything to me, you know, like coming out of work and my wife has things planned out for the weekend and it's my weekend off. I want to watch football or just kick back. But she's showed me how to be more of a family man and do things with my kids. And uh, I know Super Dave last time he mentioned last episode or the one before the last one uh, about YouTube. So. I look up at a lot of things on how to fix things and bring my sons into it, my stepson into it, and nice. just try to learn together how to build things. Huh. That's awesome. I like that you said she's teaching you, you know, because as men, we consider ourselves leaders, but uh, our wives, they're kind of the spiritual leaders of the house. Yeah, that <laughs> she definitely is. Um, I hope the homies don't hear this and 
tell me stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, funny. You, you lose your street yeah, cred. Yeah, my right? street cred, man. I, <laughs> I was so up high on there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at where it got you. <laughs> uh, remind us, so you said you were doing roofing before JFW. How long did you do that for, Paco? So I was doing roofing. I did about two years. And um, for Cinemark, it's a great company. They pay really good have uh good benefits uh bonuses everything they're really good company but i started seeing my co-workers at that time you know like just with the backs messed up and messed up knees and stuff like that working in the cold and i was i made a decision either to have a bad back or or belly so came into truck and working on this belly still yeah i've seen you go up and down paco sometimes you look super buff and other times I'm like, where's Paco? Is he, does he have a big belly when you see him? <laughs> I've never looked at his belly. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just trying to give Jam a chance to catch up. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to make him look too bad. Yeah, because he was the buff one when, before I came. So I'm like, uh, Not no more. That's funny. <clears throat> so what made you come to JFW? Well, that and um, I drove trucks before and I was just like, I wanted something simpler that, I mean, obviously I don't break my back. And so I ended up going back and getting my CDL again. And I started putting in some applications and you started hitting me up. You hit me up like three times. And I was like, man, like you're like the only one hitting me up too. So I hope you got your thousand dollar bonus. <laughs> yeah, we don't get bonuses for hiring people, Paco. That's for you guys. Damn it. We should have worked something out. <laughs> hey, the bosses are right here. Yeah. Right. yeah. Should have worked something out. You're right. <laughs> Past tense, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been working out just fine. Well, I'm glad you're here, Paco. Uh, you know, you've definitely been an asset for us. Have you ever thought about leaving JFW? Well, not leaving, leaving, but I have thought about uh, buying my own truck. You know, I didn't plan on like a certain day, this day I'm going to quit. But, you know, part of it. I feel like a lot of truckers, not every trucker, feel like that they want to buy a truck. They want to own their own truck, you know, work for themselves. And so I I did have them plans. And what happened to those plans? Well, they kind of went out the window after this accident that I had a while back. It just, just a couple weeks ago, right? Paco is the one you're talking about, the one on tower? Yes, yes. What happened there? So I was coming on 120th going east, uh, took a ride on tower going south and uh i think this lady fell asleep or something but she started coming head on and i was able to get out of out of her way and she ended up hitting the back axles uh knocked them both down so it was a pretty bad accident and you know thank god everybody was okay pulled over called you called jam and uh he came pretty quick to the rescue i don't know if he flew because all of a sudden i just seen him there like i think he came out of the sky i think he was wearing a cape uh, i'm not sure an s on his front of his chest uh, i don't know the s was for scooby he carried me there oh yeah <laughs> you know so like just the way that things got handled you know i was thinking on my own like man if this would have happened to me like the tow truck company didn't even know what to do you know like so right. i gotta give shout outs to mikey i know that a lot of people are pretty scared at him, like the way he answers uh, when you call in, you know, like it's pretty intimidating calling him and knowing that he's going to be the one to answer. And 
shout outs to him i still don't know what the flex capacitor is he told me to look for it one time still been looking for it you know so i'm gonna find it one day (laughs) so i mean he took care of it i don't know how he put them axles back what he did but at that point i was like man if this would have happened to me like not even the tow truck would have known what to do i wouldn't known who to call you know like um the cop was questioning me a lot till jam came in and he started speaking to him and you know showed on the video and I, I was pretty much done i didn't really do anything like everybody handled everything and at that point i was like man like this would have sucked if it would have been my truck i would have been down for a good while like i don't got money to cover something like that even right. if insurance is gonna pay it's gonna take probably a year so i don't know when i'll see that money right but yeah, that yeah. trailer's still down. It's still at married. It's not fixed yet. Yeah. See, know. I would have been down. I would have had to call Jim and see, hey, buddy, remember me? <laughs> you borrow a trailer? <laughs> you know, he would have said no, but still, you know, like, you know, I, I don't know what I would have done. And pretty happy to have been with this team. And then for you to pull out the sky like that, you know, I seen that cloud just vanish as you were coming down. So that was well, pretty cool. I'm glad you felt supported. I mean, we try to explain that to guys. You know, we got your back. And, you know, if you are in a, you know, more than a fender bender or even a fender bender, we try to respond to all accidents. You know, once we get there, you know, it's unfortunate. We kind of know what to do, but we do know what to do in those situations and how to make it go smoothly and how to talk to law enforcement and, and do things to get things to swing in our favor. You know, as long as we're right, we're not trying to make it swing our way if we're in the wrong, but... You know, we are professionals, and we just get it taken care of. So I'm glad you felt that support. Yeah, shout out to everybody in those situations. I mean, you know, you bring that up, such a perfect point, Paco. One guy on your own, you would have had to deal with the police department. You would have had to try and deal with the tow company. Your truck's going to be down for who knows how long because you don't have a trailer to pull. I mean, like Jam said, we're still waiting on parts on that. I mean, it'll it'll probably be down at least another month is my guess. And uh those situations are so unique. There are no two alike. You know, I I wasn't here that day, but, you know, got word that Mikey was at a loss. The tow company was at a loss. How to get that trailer picked back up and have the axles pulled back under it, you know, in between all of them putting their heads together. And, you know, not only our shop with Mikey and Chris that were out there on scene, but Brinks Towing had a, a fairly experienced driver on site. And then they brought out one of their old hands that doesn't drive a truck anymore, but he goes out on scenes and uh mikey's known dick for 30 years he's showed up at a couple different scenes that i've been with on site and i mean you can't say they've seen it all and done it all because they hadn't because how they were wanting to lift the trailer it would have tacoed that trailer right so they had to put spreader bars in there and both both units lift and another unit pulled up and winched the axles back under it and you know for everybody that's seen those that that video of the trailer it was like a movie to me. It was like a movie stunt when you're looking at the at the driver facing camera out the back window. You know, one minute that trailer is straight behind you, there's a bump and it flexes up and down, and then all of a sudden here was the movie scene part is what I thought. That trailer just rolls out to the side, you know, like eight feet out to the side and is continuing down next to you like a plow. You know, and you did such a great job, Paco, getting stopped. But I mean it there are so many hands involved in a situation like that. You know, you were out there on scene. Jam shows up on scene. Scooby was on scene. Everybody helped in that department. We're still batting cleanup. You know what I mean? Jam is still in conversations with the insurance company. We're still in conversations with the shop, getting parts ordered for Merit to make the repairs to the trailer. 
just everything that goes on on that. You know, you were fortunate enough, Paco, you were out there for like an hour. We loaded you up because there was nothing you were going to be able to do. Jam brought you back and everybody asked, hey, are you cool to finish the day in another truck? And you're like a superstar, man. You rocked it and went out and just hopped in another truck with no questions asked. And it, I, I, I guess that's just the cool part of how we've all learned our part, maybe. Right. You know, I don't know if that's the right wording, but it's just together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Amen. That was just another situation of us having to do that. And people don't understand how many people it takes to do that. Right. Right? That's the crazy part. You know, and in in this particular case, we had to enlist Brinks Towing, who we use exclusively. They're they're an amazing company, you know. I mean, they had a new owner come in and and buy them four or five years ago. And they've just come leaps and bounds. And and they've just kind of come to our our rescue, I don't want to say on a daily basis, knock on wood, you know what I mean? But in situations like that where it's unique, it's not just a regular back up to the bumper, lift up the truck and bring it to the yard scenario. There was a lot of thinking going on that day. I'm pretty sure the owner of Brinks came to the scene. He he was out there as well. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, Jim. Yeah, he was the, he was the first one with the first tow truck because we called and you know, when you were talking to the police, they called and goes, you know, we need this out of here. How how long are you going to, you know, tie up tower. So, and yeah, we had tower road closed for like three, three hours three at hours, least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at least yeah, if and, not four. And that's one thing that was kind of like, not scary, but like on my own, it would have been horrible. Like he's all like, Hey, when's that tow truck coming? I was like, Hey, uh, my boss is in his way. Talk to him. Like, uh, I don't know anything like, you know, so that was pretty cool. Like it is cool. And you just reminded me. So that was the first thing, the, the, was it a trooper? If I remember correctly. Should have been Commerce City, right? Yeah, it was. It was, was Commerce City, yeah. Regular call. Yeah, I forgot. So first thing Commerce City cop asked me was like, you got a truck on the way? And I'm like, everything's mobilized because it was. You know, we already knew. Yeah, Brinks is on its way. You know, Mikey's on his way. Everything's on its way. I have no idea what they're going to do when they get here. You know, because yeah. it was just <laughs> a way to, Yeah, yeah. You know, the first tow truck showed up. I don't think it was the owner, but he was just even scratching his head like, yeah, let's call Mikey and see what he wants to do is what yeah. he said. So, you know, Mikey's such a magician, like, to actually get the axles back under that trailer and, right. you know, do what we did is yeah. super impressive. So. It, was, it was quick, too. What he, He's all like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, this, and that. And I was all like, man, like, I didn't see him fall out of the sky like you, though. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe fall down the stairs. <laughs> you ever heard him come down the stairs? Uh, anyway, uh, I know earlier we mentioned, you know, you wanted to own a truck and what's, what's the allure of that to me, you know, it's not for everybody. Some guys are successful doing it and then other people, you know, it's just not for them. And to be able to hit the yard and set your brakes and turn the key off and not worry about where you're going to get your work from the next day or, you know, insurance and stuff like that, you know, is a payoff in itself. Other guys, they rather, you know, have that stress. You know, and it's worth it to them and they're their own boss. But you still always, you know, even as your own boss, you have bosses. Yeah, absolutely. So there's already somebody you can't tell no to, Jim. Right. You know, we we all know that. We can't tell Brandon no. We can't right. tell GNS no or right. whoever they might be. So, yeah, it's it's important. And, you know, no matter what you what you decide to do, you know, it's it's always going to take work and good work. You still have to get up every day and go do it, whether you own your own truck or not. There's always someone to answer to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys heard that, but it comes a lot on a 
social media. They saw like, I didn't want to work a nine to five, so I got my own job or I run my own business. So now I work 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> right, right. We oh. joke, Paco, we only work half days, Jim and I. 12 hours. Right, 12 hours. There's 12 yeah. other hours left. Well, between day, you right? two, it's 24. <laughs> they are one. Yep. That's true. I know, who, I know who you always have to answer to, Paco. Don't say her name. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, just, just want to back up one second. Uh, talking about that accident and, and what Paco did. And, Jam, have you put that out on, on Facebook, his video for that crash? Did we post that or anything? I didn't put that one on social media. And, and maybe you can or, can or put it out there. Yeah. Um, but if you watch it, you guys, I know when we, since this is our second time doing this little piece of the podcast, since we had some te- technical difficulties, Paco, as you were driving southbound there, that lady that was in that car, she was in a group of four or five cars, and it's so clear in the video that she just, you know, falls out of that group of four or five cars right into your lane. And, you know, thank you for paying attention because, you know, I know she hit the trailer and it was a horrific crash and she was still okay. But you not to head on her, head on collision, you might have saved that person's life if I can step out there and say that. And you paying attention and, you know, not possibly texting or being on the phone or, you know, just... You know, your speed was perfect. Uh, you know, you were in your lane, and you were doing an amazing job. So thank you, Paco, and thank you from that lady, I, I think, right. you know, and, and good job, buddy. That was, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah one- I don't know the truth that he's to, to all of that. Maybe Jam or Paco, maybe you may know, but it was my understanding that was a nurse that had pulled a double shift, and I don't, I don't know what that double shift means because I was talking to Jim's oldest daughter that's a, that's a nurse, and... She said, you mean they worked 24 hours straight or they worked a back-to-back? And I'm like, well, I don't know the difference, but right. she worked She worked long enough. She was exhausted and fell asleep on the drive home. You know what I mean? Here we are, such a heavily regulated industry, right, mm-hmm. that we can't drive over X amount of hours. But you can take anyone and stuff them in a motorhome and they can drive 35 hours straight across the country, right? right? But we can't and we're professionals at it. So here's a case where... You know, a, a nurse, you know, she, no fault of her own. It was an accident, right? Yeah. Fell asleep after, you know, probably trying to make some extra money for Christmas for her family or right. whatever the case may be. And, I mean, thank goodness she wasn't hurt. I mean, it's my understanding she walked away. She didn't even take an ambulance ride, right? Yeah, she was She was good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a miracle. Marco. The fact yeah. that those axles <laughs> were uh, moved. Right? You know, yeah. yeah. You know, snapped the... the bolts out of them i mean that's crazy and i did hear the same thing dave and even when i called the insurance company it was a no they didn't fight it they were like oh yeah we're at fault looks like she doesn't really know what happened but she thinks she might have fell asleep so yeah. she doesn't even know that know? may have helped her not get hurt because she was right. so relaxed yeah you know not tense up or something like that i don't yep. know yeah you say that about drunk drivers yep yeah. you know yeah and i have to say dave that shout out to you know, the nurses, doctors, all kind of stuff. And I'm kind of, you know, prejudiced that way too because of my daughter being a, a, a nurse. But, you know, whether it was for money for Christmas or her family or a lot of the times my daughter and most of the nurses, they pull that extra shift because they're so shorthanded, just like we are when we have call-outs. Right. But, you know, we're missing loads and they're, they're not taking care of lives, whether it be a cold or COVID or a heart attack or delivering a baby. And, you know, so maybe she filled in for somebody, and that's where we all have to know our limits and be careful on what we're doing. And, 
and make the right choices. So I hope, I hope you know, just a shout out to all the first responders on, on the pressure that's on you guys, and also to us because we were we were essential personnel through COVID, and, and we trucked and we've we've kept going. So shout out to everybody that's that struggled through this last couple of years. Absolutely, love that, Paco. What did uh what did that three percent bump mean to you and your family, and what's the driver's perspective of that increase of pay? So it meant a lot to me because my wife's a stay-at-home mom. So of course I I need more money, you know, to make her happy. No, <laughs> to provide, you know, that's how it is. So, and it took me three years to get a three percent bump, and finally got there. And then boom, there goes another three percent on top of that. So that was that was great. So. My wife predicted uh, years ago when I first started, she really loves this company because I'm not over the road. She even told me, like, you you didn't sell out for our family. Like, you didn't go over the road to make more money. Huh. You know, you're with your family. And so I have a number in my head, and she knows it. And it's like, she thinks that I'm going to make that number here at JFW. And she told me this years ago, and I'm just like, every year I get closer, you know. What's the number, Paco? Tell us. Well, it's probably little for you, but it's a, it's, it's over a hundred thousand. I want to make even a hundred thousand and one. You know, like I want to break a hundred thousand. You know, I've got a little close. I last last year and this year were about the same, but I had a lot more time off and a lot more time to be spending with my family, so that was better. But this year, I'm I'm gonna hit it different and. I'm going to hit it harder and get out probably a little bit later, but at least, you know, I'm going to be home regardless. So Yeah, there are guys, there's guys that broke 100 this year. Uh, I would say that their work-life balance may have suffered a little bit, but they're out there and they did it. Totally possible. You know, you had mentioned you had, you know, about the same, you earned about the same as you did last year or this year, but you had more time at home. Oswaldo, he said the same thing. Last year and this year were probably about the same, but because of the PTO program, I had a lot more time off with my family or his his fiance. So with the three percent increase, now there'll be more money involved, and you still got the PTO time to to uh, enjoy with your family. And just looking at the guys that made a hundred, you know, I looked at their actual pay was only about ninety, but the other ten thousand <coughs> came from bonuses and paid time off. So that yeah. adds up. You know what yeah, I mean? That's a big benefit. Another reason some people don't want to own a truck is for the benefits, you know? Yeah, that's good to hear, Jam, when you, when Paco, too, when you, you know, speak that way or, or bring that up because we're, we're still looking for that work-life balance, you know, and that's what we have to offer you guys. And we've mentioned it not to be a, you know, this is a career, not just a job. And we want you guys to be, enjoy your families, too. I don't want to get it confused. Most people that work here won't make $100,000. That's that's a big number. That's a special person to do that. You know, uh, if I was a driver, I probably wouldn't make 100000 because I'm going to want that work-life balance. You know, I'd probably be around, I would think, the 80 or 85 mark. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, it is possible, but I don't want people to think we're dangling a carrot here. Like, yeah, you know, do more, try harder, you make 100 grand. Some people just won't do that. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that's a great point. I mean, I, I, kind of back to a couple podcasts ago with Grandpa Cadillac. Right. I mean, he didn't go out to kill it to make, you know, $100,000. He went out to, to make a living for his family, have 
enjoy his family when he was off right. and and enjoy himself driving and and that's where the Cadillacing came from you know and and same with me Jam I, I don't I used to have drivers go around me all the time because I just can't drive that way that's not that's not me that's not how I'm built and but what we offer today compared to what when I was driving or the early years when me and Dave worked here to have that PTO system or that be able to bank some hours you right. know in the snowstorms and stuff I mean that I, man that's just that's big to me, but yeah. that's that's what we grew up with. That's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and that three percent. I mean, a seven to ten thousand dollar increase across the board for drivers. I mean, that's a that's huge. Right. I mean, that is huge. That and not change what you do, Paco. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to do the same thing next year and make seven to ten thousand dollars more. Yep. That's yep. that's pretty cool. And then just as a reminder, one extra load here per day is between 10 to 13 grand a year as well. Right. So if you got an extra load a day and with the new bump, I mean, it's significant. Yeah. So. Just it, it snowballs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, exactly. It's not in addition. It snowballs because it's this little bit here and then it right. grows more and then it grows more. Yes. And that's the same way. The more you earn, the more your paid days off pay you, yeah. the more your holiday pay pays you, the more... All of that is in conjunction, bonus. right? Yeah. yeah. So it it snowballs as well, and a lot of people don't understand that. This is also a job you have to when you when you hire on, you can't work here a couple months and make your decision of what this job is about. You have to put in a year at this job and understand what the summer brings, what fall, what winter, right. what what every season yeah. holds, and it's just it's different around here, you know. And I, I guess. So many people, we live in the now world. We want everything now. We want it in 30 days. We want, you know, oh, I didn't make X amount of money in 60 days here. We're the long game. Yeah. You're not going to come here and get rich. You're not going to come here and get rich fast. I mean, you have to come here. This is a career. It's a steady job. You work daily. You provide for your family. It's a great atmosphere, and, and that's how it is. You know, and that's our goal with the 401K. A guy... a a kid could come start here at 24, 25 years old and retire with a couple million bucks at age 65 and just stay at this one job with the 401k, right. especially with us matching it every every pay period. I mean, it's mind-boggling, but people don't look at the long game. They're so so intent on, ah, oh, I got these bills. I got this car payment. I, I got to make this. I got to make that. And it's kind of unfortunate that's the world we live in sometimes, but I get it. I, I, I've been caught up in it and... Yeah, it's kind of daily life, but when you get people to look at the long game, it makes a difference. You just reminded me of two things. One, when you said you got to work here a year, you'll be so much more efficient. You'll be so much better at this job in a year than you were in ninety days. Oh, of course. It's not fair to yourself to cut yourself short because you could very well make this work out for you when you're not, you know, working. You know those shifts, those fourteen-hour shifts with ten off, and then you're back out for fourteen hours hauling groceries. You know, stuff like that. The other thing it reminded me of, and tell me if I've already talked about Victor Dominguez last week. Did I tell you about my conversation with him no, on the no. podcast? So cool. So Victor Dominguez, he's a guy. He's got some experience. Pretty sure he's ended up before. He's been around big trucks with hoods and stuff like that. And he didn't know about the podcast. And I think Scooby, Scooby's so good about telling people about the podcast. Sorry, I get off in the weeds there. But uh, Scooby told him, and he, like, power listened to all the podcasts. And, <laughs> you know, he came up to me. He's like, hey, you know, I've, I've listened to the podcast. And, you know, you really need to push the podcast on new people more because there's so much valuable information. Wow. And he said, I can already go out there and do this job super efficient. 
but now I know what you guys want from me. I oh, know yeah. That, you know, I know, you know, I could go do the job, but now I know how I should look doing it. So I thought that was pretty cool. So shout out to Victor. Well, that was some that big insight, Jim. That's that's quite a statement. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and for you too, Paco, for you, your wife and you to look at that and you know, have a goal and see that you can achieve it, you know, and then and then again be able to be with your family. That's that's some that's some forethought. You're looking you're looking out for yourself. So good good job to your wife or shout out to your wife. Yeah, shout out to my wife. I think she, she could predict some things sometimes. She prays a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like they say, too, I mean, it's the journey. Right. It's not the destination. Yeah. I mean, if you if you get to the destination, then you stand there and look around and go, well, now what do I do? Right? I mean, part of the reward is the struggle getting there or the work or the appreciation of what you're doing to get there. I mean, I know people may not see it, but, I mean, Jim and I have goals every day that we're working on. You know, that we may not even be able to share. We can't even put it into words. This is this is where we're going. This is what we need. This is what we're looking at. So every day it's a struggle for us to get there. But that's those are our goals. Those are our dreams. Those are our aspirations, right? I mean, right. It's, it's hard to put into words, but definitely. I can't remember who the quote was by last week that I quoted, but what happens to you while you're waiting is more important than what you're waiting for. Right? Right. Yeah. Good so, point. Yeah. yeah. You didn't listen to last week's podcast, did you? <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Pox, I remember when you first started, uh, you had a you had an incident where you got pulled over. I think they felony stopped you or something yeah, like that. That's what, that's what he said. Um, <laughs> yeah, warrants so, after him, yeah, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. I, was, I was coming out of Morton and, you know, jamming to some Taylor Swift. I mean, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... Not paying attention, and yeah, I was on the fast lane. I was passing a car, and that's one thing that a lot of us do. You know, you pass one car and you see one, another one. It's like, man, I could pass that one. So, I passed a few cars, and I could hear the sirens behind me, but I couldn't see the cop. So, I end up pulling over. Linda called me like, "Hey, they're trying to pull you over." I was like, "I don't see nobody." You know, like I could hear him, but I couldn't see him. He was like right on my butt, like. And so I pulled over and everything and he came up to me like, you're on a felony stop. And like, he got crazy with me like instantly, you know, and I was all like, like, dude, like you're right on me. Like, cause he told me you're supposed to be a professional. I was like, so, so are you dude? Like, what, why are you like right on me? I can't see you, you know? So super Dave told me like, you, you should have just shut up. Like, <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's true. You know, like I'm not going to win against them. And so he told me like, I was going to a kidnap and this and that. And I was like, and you didn't go check up on the kidnap. You're worried about pulling me over because I'm a, a truck driver. And then I got mouthy with them. You know, I, it was, I should have just shut up, you know, and he got, he got pretty like violent with me. I thought I was going to get beat up, you know, and I was all like, like, man, like I can't use my karate moves against him. But, you know, like, <laughs> so I was like, man, I'm going to get beat up right here in the middle of highway 70, you know, in front of everybody. And it's it's it was kind of a crazy thing because he like he was spitting on my face and everything and i was all like like damn like I, I was i was pretty upset he brought up some of my past and everything and i was like man i've been cool for over 10 years you're bringing that thing up and you know because they i don't know how they could pull everything up but i guess everybody can nowadays 
It's so, the magic of the police. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to look you up later. Face, yeah. Facebook, man. <laughs> he, he, I guess I posted it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't come out. I think he came from under, not from the sky. <laughs> but, you know, like, so I left it at that. And it's, um, I have been here six months. And it's crazy when I got interviewed by you and Super Dave. It was all like, like family this, family that, like. You know, and sometimes you, we all know, like sometimes family members ain't even family, you know, and I'm like, okay, come on, like whatever, you know, like it was the craziest interview ever that I've ever had you and Super Dave. And so I've been here six months and, and brother Dave, like had my back to the fullest. He believed my story. You know, I had just started, I told him my story. I was like, this and this happened. And he believed me. He had my back 100%. You looked up the the cop or sheriff whatever he was Uh and he had like lawsuits going on against him and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so at least now you guys knew that i was in line but before then like brother dave even told me like hey go put a complaint i'll pay you for the day like like it's crazy because he had my back i had barely been here six months you know like i have history i know you guys seen it and everything you guys run background checks and still for him to believe me to trust me and be like hey i got your back like that that meant a lot to me. Like, I was all like, "Oh man, maybe that interview, it was real." <laughs> you know, like the family part, the together part, and yeah. it's like, and to had barely been here six months, you know, and he, yeah, he my back. Thank you. Yeah, and for yeah. us to know you listen to Taylor Swift and still have your back. Hey, right? you know how it is. That might have Haters changed. gonna hate, hate, hate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's good to hear, Paco. Just just kidding, kidding you. Well, you know where they get it from if you listen to last week's podcast, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. They treat you fairly, and they get that from their dad. So. Yeah, and it was a good podcast. I uh, I know who I was telling one of you guys. So I was like, man, I almost wanted to call and be like, man, I want a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, son. <laughs> Puppy. Uh, Troy's going to get mad because he calls me Hito. <laughs> uh, Paco, if you were Jim and or BD, Brother Dave, what is your very next move here at JFW? What would you want to see from us? Well, if I was Jim or Brother Dave, I mean, the first thing I would do is um, give Paco that $100,000. You know? like, <laughs> here, you, here you go, Hito. <laughs> you know, like, it's this is a hard, hard question because they've done so much things that I would have never even thought of doing. Like one time, uh, Jim hit me up and was like, what could they work on better? And of course, my first thing was money, insurance, you know, things like that. But like, if I was them, I don't know if you guys are already doing it or if it's in there somewhere and I don't see it, but it'd be like, like you guys hook us up and everything. You guys work with us. Like, like I would, I would work with their family. I would, it's like our wife, our spouse, our partner, whatever it is, like have a lot to do with, our decisions that we make in life you know like if if we're in it together together like so like somehow like how how can we reach out the family not just the driver you know like how can we how can i reach out if if i had a company like and you guys like me as a worker like having called in you know i got i'm pretty good you know coming to work and not calling in and doing my job really good you know i'd be like man i want that dude's son to work for me you know like I think that's what I would do. Like, like, how can I get his wife to like this job more? You know, because she is a big part of my decision in, in life. You know, like, and so are my kids. And sure, just a way to reach 
reach out to the family, not just the driver, you know, like, and I don't know if you guys are already doing it some way. That's pretty interesting. Jim, you want to take this one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we were just talking, Paco, and I, I hope this is where Jam was going with it. We had somebody uh, suggested her stuff like the wives' birthdays, you know, your guys' anniversary when you're together, you know, maybe something, you know, your kid, I don't know, graduates high school or, you know, even if it's elementary school, but me and be more involved with your, your spouses on that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's quite what you were talking about, but that they're part of the family unit that we need to take care of, just like you're mentioning. So hopefully that'll be some of our next steps on doing that. Jam, is that what you were? That's exactly what I was talking about. I think it was an article BD sent out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was definitely an article we saw oh, there, right. but uh, yeah. one of the it was in CCJ or something, wasn't it, it Dave? In it was. Truck? One of the cautionary tales about that, though, Paco, is we'll be reach, reaching out to everyone's wives. Right. And there's kind of a fine line there. I mean, you know what I mean? As far as respect and what we're asking of them. And, you, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a new era or level of communication that, that comes with that. So of a whole family dynamic. Yeah. I like it. Good idea, Paco. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Is that what you were talking about, or? Yeah, yeah, just exactly that. I mean, that even sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know how I would go about it, but I know that getting the wife involved, getting the kids involved, like it's just it, it that's family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. spot on. That's a great idea. Outside the box thinking for sure. Pox, what do you want to see from your teammates, your co-drivers? Well, it's something that we talk about all the time about, like, helping out the other and this and that. I know a few people, personally, how they, like, they don't help out purposely because <laughs> they want to, I don't know if it makes them feel like that they're doing great by seeing you fail. And huh. and in life like that, it's, it's even horrible in life, like, because if you're doing that at work, you're doing that in life, you know out of the job and it's like like yeah i'm not gonna tell that person that he's doing wrong like screw it like let him mess up i'm doing my i'm doing my thing i'm doing the right thing like like that's not the way to go you know like i know we always talk about help out but hey great words of taylor swift don't hate 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 (laughs) or however that song goes but you know like help out like don't be don't be hating on somebody and expecting them to to lose so that you could win, you know, right. Cause if that person loses, then we all lose, you know, like, and that's, that's one thing that I want to see change from certain people, not all of them, but hopefully they, they hear this out. Embrace the culture. Yeah. yeah that's the yeah. I or the me mentality that needs to be converted to the we or us or team or together, you know, and, and I mean, those people don't usually succeed no. in life or in their communities or their jobs or anything you know i mean there's there's more to life than you step away from yourself yeah, yeah that was that right. the world doesn't revolve around you what? but if you're making your own little world you know you're just right you jack it all up it's, <laughs> it's hard for me to be around those people honestly yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah that's, a, that's a good point jam and yeah to that paco is to you know especially somebody that you know, hasn't helped you in the past or they have that me or I mentality and stuff. And then for you to help them, 
you know, that even makes you the bigger person because you're like, oh, I'm just going to keep helping. You know, it's it's what I do, and that that's tough to do too because you're just like, screw them. You know, they they don't help me, and you know, you that eye for an eye kind of thing. We're after to make yeah. the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just talking about the team, like that accident we were talking about, Paco. Yeah, one person couldn't have handled that. I mean. Jim and I couldn't have handled that. We needed Jam. We needed Scooby. We needed Mikey. We needed Chris. You know what I mean? We needed you. We needed everyone out there. We needed Brinks. I mean, we, when we commit to using a partner in our business like Brinks or like Colorado Brake or like MHC Trucks or Rush Truck Center, we've committed to them. Jim and I, we want to build that relationship with someone. You know what I mean? And no matter what happens, when all the dust settles in 20 years or whatever, when, when, we're, when we're at our grave sites, right? The only thing we have are the relationships we've built with people. And those are the things that count. You know, when we partner with someone in our business, we usually partner with a good company. They have good people. They have the same values we have. And, and that just goes a long way. And those people that you're talking about that are the I, the me, the... Well, I don't care about him, blah, 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 blah. They don't have those values. They don't, they don't understand or maybe they weren't taught that and it's something they can learn or something like that. You know, We can't close them out. We need to include them and show them a better way or, or what we think is a better way. It may not be a better way for them. You know, Maybe they can't live in that culture, but we can try. We can open our hands and try and bring them in. And that's how it is. Like You, you weren't taught them things. There's a lot of things we don't learn. You know, like you guys super blessed you know your father taught you guys a lot and a lot of us weren't taught that you know like and in this church thing like we we go out to help homeless and if you think like man this this dude ain't helping himself and this and that you just got to show him love and how you said like if they're not helping you at least help them like it's just that's how we're supposed to be and that's why i'm the way i am you know i learned a lot from my wife and from pastor at church and and stuff like that about helping people even though if they don't help you yeah that's a great point yep yeah, yeah. And, and i know the the teammate thing and i know i said it a last time when you mentioned brinks and you know i mentioned the nurses and stuff but i gotta i gotta mention the commerce city police department because they were they were really helpful out there on the scene of the accident everybody said they did a good job but again to me just like what you said paco that that commerce city police officer he recognized that everybody was working for a goal. We weren't out there with our hands in our pockets just looking. We were getting something done in the scene, and we had, we had cameras. We had Jam that talked to him. We had you as a driver that you, you, know, you missed the, from you know, possibly killing the, the woman in the, up front. And you know, it's just that, that team, and you know, the whole time you were saying all that before, Dave, when you mentioned our creed, it's back to the together thing. There is, it's everywhere on this building, but together we're better. Absolutely. 100%. Well, Jim, uh, you want to go over, we're reaching the year end. Do you want to go over the year end stats? I know we, we kind of did that a few months ago when we first started the podcast. You know, so let's, let's see what the year is wrapping up and how it looks. Yeah, I'd love to do that, Jam. And, and I took it the year end, guys. So I, I did the figures yesterday. So it was the 28th. So we're, we're a few days short on, on where we're going to end up. And, and uh, some of these are, are huge numbers. Uh, I kind of want to start, you know, you gave me a list there, Jam, and we talked and stuff. Dave mentioned the 401k. Um, and, you know, we're talking about the PTO days and stuff like that. 
So JFW, because Dave loves to do this. Yesterday he did it with me and Jam. He, he cupped his hand and goes, it's free money. I don't know, I don't know how, that, how that just sounded. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> it, it just sounded. But, um, so year to date, um, JFW has matched $132,491 to the drivers, you guys. Wow. Um, and uh, Dave asked me, how was that compared to last year? And I looked that up. So we only matched 105000 last year, and you guys have taken advantage of that free money. And, and this year we've done 132000 like I just said. And, and that's what builds that family relationship again and how we're doing. And, you know, Dave, just like we joked, that's free money, you guys. Be, be part of that 401K. It costs you a little bit, and then you get our match. And that adds up if you're a young person or even if you're – if you're in your 40s, you're saving for your future. Free money. <laughs> yeah, so that was what, 135? Is that what you said? 132,000, Dave. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, we average between 132 and 140 employees, Paco, as I'm sitting here looking at you talking about it, right? That's simple math. That's almost $1,000 per person that works here. Huh. But not everybody's involved. I, I, right. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not everybody's involved. But I mean, when hopefully when people hear that, right. they're like, Oh my God, that's that's free money, yeah. you know. And I mean, a driver that's on that is going to get way more than a thousand bucks. They're going to get fifteen hundred bucks, probably pretty easy mm. a year, right. yeah. you know, based on the percentage match. So it, I just, it blows me away when people aren't involved in it. But those aren't people looking at the long game, right? They're looking at the short game. You take somebody that works here ten years, I, I can't even guess how much money they'd have in their four hundred one k in ten years here, Paco. Are you on the 401k? No. What? <laughs> Are you serious? What? Get, get out. <laughs> You've been here three years? Yeah. So I'll do to you the same thing I did to somebody else about a month and a half ago. That's 1500 bucks a year you've missed what out if, on. What if I give you the money? And- <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you I was planning on the truck. <laughs> That's uh, about 1500 bucks a year. For the last three years. That's oh, my four- wife don't listen to this. That's $4,500 free money. And that doesn't include what that money has made. Yeah. That's the funny part. Yeah. We just talk about what you've missed that we matched. You've also missed what it would have earned in the last three years. Yeah. Buddy yeah. Honestly, Paco, I could tell you if you've been in the 401k for three years, you'd have about twelve to $13,000 in there. Yeah, I've had one once for like seven years, so right. I, I know exactly what. Yeah, what what's your wife's? My, my, my plans were different, you know. I just I fell in love with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know. You you don't come into a company being like, That's my last company, you know, you, you grow into it, so You know now, that's sorry, go ahead, Paco. Well now good. I'm grown into it and now you guys call me out on in front of twenty two hundred people, you know, like <laughs> So now I'm gonna have to do it. All right. Hey, Joanne's in the office next door. When we leave this podcast, you should sign up for the 401k because yeah, that's and free money. <laughs> you earn. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, too, that, you know, a lot of people, they're, they're like, oh, I don't want it. I'll lose it or whatever the case may be. When you quit here, it's still your money. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what you've put in is your money. 
you when you leave you can close it out you can take it i mean we've had guys work here that have had so much money in their 401k they borrow against it they take money out of it and it's it's their money it's, it's free a bad money. idea but yeah yeah it, it is a bad idea <laughs> who, 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 i took mine out <laughs> yeah who's the guy in the books the book we were just talking about dave ramsey yeah he yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. do not borrow against your 401k he said unless you're dying <laughs> yeah do you think dave ramsey has seven or eight jobs a year though i bet he has a couple in his career and he's playing the long game. Yeah, I think he buys seven or eight houses. A year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what so, else you got? Jim? Yeah, so back to the figures. <laughs> let's let's start off. To me, it's the big one. Um, so tons this year, you guys. You guys have moved three million one hundred thirty thousand seventy four point three two tons this year. So con- con- congratulations, you guys. That's that's amazing. Three million tons, and then as we went down the list. Um, I'll just kind of break some stuff up here. So what the all our employees have made, you guys, when we talk about the 401k and, you know, making 100000 a year. So everybody here, we've, uh, we've made, or all the employees, I guess you can put it, is $9,950,518. That's total employees. Man, the the drivers alone, you guys, because you're, the, you know, obviously the largest group, you guys have made uh, seven million four hundred ninety-five thousand twenty-six dollars and fifty-nine cents as of yesterday. Wow! So kind of, kind of crazy when you look at those numbers. <laughs> um, and then as far as the kind of our our bulk costs, uh, DEF. When you think of the urea out there, and we all kind of joke around that it's just a bunch of pee. So we've spent eighty thousand forty-seven dollars on DEF. Wow! Which is kind of crazy. Um, breaks, we've spent $26,198. Um, tires, a little over half a million, 540,599. Um, license plates for all the trucks and trailers last year cost us, or this year, I guess, cost us 426,255. Uh, when we talked about the health insurance and the increase, I looked that up for for this year, and uh, we paid health insurance this year of $585,223. Um, so it just, you know, it just adds up, you guys. And then I thought That's this one... free insurance, <laughs> almost, <laughs> basically. Yeah, free insurance. Um, you know, something that you guys spend all the time on, on your houses or your apartments or condos or, or wherever you guys live... So between the red shop and the white shop here, um, gas and electric electricity for JFW, that was thirty one thousand nine hundred eighty one dollars, and that's right. you know that's all the welders, the computers, the right. you know air conditioning, all that kind of stuff. So that that one was kind of neat. Um, and then I wanted to throw out there uh, a couple of the last things: fuel, you guys. Um, Gosh, was that was gallons? So gallons of fuel, you guys. We've used one million three hundred and sixty thousand one hundred and seventy-one gallons of fuel is what we used, and that's yeah. that's both yards. I made sure yeah. to get both yards 1. in there. Point three four million gallons. Wow. Yep, yep. That's, that's crazy. That's three and a half million dollars easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no problem <laughs> not there, Jim. Free money. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> not free gas or fuel, yeah. right? Um, and then uh, just to close out, you guys, um, to get that 3 million tons hauled, you guys have driven 
401,268 miles, you guys. And so I, I kind of looked at what it took to go around the world. Uh, and we've been around the world, or you guys have been around the world, not, not me. I've been sitting in my, my office chair here. But anyway, you guys have been around the world 337 and a half times. I, I don't know where that half ended up, someplace in Russia or Australia or someplace. Serge but, is on vacation at the first of the year. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's going to stop someplace, right? So congratulations, you guys. I mean, 337 trips around the world. Um, all those miles, as safe as you are, the good, great job you do, you know, the, the tons we've hauled, uh, the money you've made, and, and the bills that you've allowed us to pay. Congratulations, you guys. I, I can't yeah. thank you enough. Very nice. I got a list here for perfect attendance. Uh, these are guys that have been here without any call-outs the whole year. Uh, Jesse Baeza, 008. Christopher England in the shop. Casey Guthrie. Dan Hawk, Bob Martian, Tony Martinez, a.k.a. Big Tone, Paco, uh, Jack Oquendo Mejia, Potter, Oswaldo, Stingray, and Tufu. Those guys have all been here every day with no call-outs. Yeah, superheroes. Talk about dropping awesome. out of the sky. Good job, you guys. I got, I got three more names of guys that don't have perfect attendance, but only because they got COVID. Oh, yeah, I, yeah so, uh, that's not fair, Jim. Right? I know, but there is. Me and Dave talked about it yesterday, and we're cold-hearted. Yeah, <laughs> it's like here's a line. You weren't here, <laughs> but COVID does make exceptions for everything. So, Mr. Perfecto Rosario, nice. He was out for COVID. Guess how many days? I know you know, Dave. Yeah, that's hard Jim, not to say, Jim. How many days do you think Rosario took for having COVID? Well, you, you're allowed whatever, 10 or something and the, all that kind of stuff. He was probably out like five and was back in here. How about a Friday and a Monday? Oh, two, two days. days. Yeah, two days. <laughs> two days. Whooped COVID's ass. Let yeah. me say that. You rock it, Rosario. <laughs> Pedro Sotelo, he had perfect attendance all the way up until, I think, currently, like this week, he just yeah. got COVID. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. You know, hate to disqualify him. And then Charlie Barand, another guy who shows up every day, but he I'm got the row row and... Yeah, so that hit him pretty out. hard too, and oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was. Pr I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, Dave, it was. He was, <laughs> he was yeah. kicking his ass. Yeah, man. not to throw it out there, but he's with us older guys, <laughs> and right. so it's harder on us yeah. supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, Pedro. Is he? Is Pedro back to work? Is he still off? His truck was well, 97, right? I think his truck yeah. was at the West Yard this yeah. morning. Yeah. I think he's still up, but hope you guys all get well soon. Yeah, and, yeah, and JR's out right JR's now. JR's out. Yeah, so he, well he got it like last Friday or found out he hadn't. Yeah, so everybody, we joke about it, but I think that's the only way to get through it, you guys. is It's serious, you know, and, and if you get sick, we wish you the best, and our, we're, we got your back. Yeah. Yeah, no absolutely. Doubt. I was going to bring up some CDC stuff, but never mind. <laughs> Yeah, we can. Let's not go there. Yeah. I, I I do though, you guys, and I'm not I'm not trying to push nothing. And maybe Dave or Jam will slap me or whatever. Or oh, Paco will reach across oh, and tell me to quit listening to Taylor right. Swift. He's going but, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Get get vaccinated if you feel like it. I mean, it's supposed to help. I don't know if you'll have a third eye in 20 years, but right now to get through this, you guys, you think about getting vaccinated, and yeah. and and it it helps the seriousness of the of the cold and or the, the disease, or whatever the infection period, because, man, I want rid of masks, you guys, and I, I, I think that's a way to do that, possibly. Me and BD were talking yesterday, though, Jim, and 
it's just different for everybody. Yeah. 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 You know, like, yeah. You know, I got a buddy. He he got COVID. He was vaccinated. He's running four and a half to six miles a day while having COVID. You know, somebody else will get it and they can't get out of bed. You know, somebody will get vaccinated. I don't know what the probability is, but they get blood clots. You know, I got both shots and I was fine. Yeah. Then you got the booster. Who's getting sick? Who's not? You know, I think my wife finally surprised me yesterday and she says, you're not going to believe it, but I'm thinking about getting vaccinated. So it's just been interesting. And the joke in our house, it doesn't matter what happened to you. You know, if you got a flat tire, I probably wasn't vaccinated. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, like <laughs> yeah the, o- the only thing that I, and maybe it's not the truth, Jam, is that if you've, get, if you've gotten vaccinated, you're less likely to go to the hospital. Right. And that's, that's, that's what seems to bring ring true. And that, that's all I'm basing it on. You're, yep. you're still going to get it. It sucks. Yeah, your your daughter convinced me indirectly, you know, when right. you came back and said, yeah, my daughter says everybody in the hospital that's got COVID is unvaccinated. That was enough for me. Like, yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. That's scientific proof. Right, Jim? You right. and I were talking about that yesterday yeah. when we yeah. were setting up the, yeah, the numbers us, for the podcast. And I mean, it's like, ah, wow. How do you how do you argue that? But like I said, when all this started a year and a half or almost two years ago, right, <laughs> we're 60 days shy of two years ago of this being here for this long. We're like, oh, we're not going to get vaccinated. Ah, That's BS. You know, they can't tell us what to do. Only people that listen to Taylor Swift get vaccinated. Yeah, right, (laughs) right. You know, and it's like anything else. As time goes on, things become clearer. You you pick your path, and and it is what it is. You know, that's the great thing about here. You can do what you want. It's your life. We're not going to impose something on you. Absolutely not. You know, live your dream. That's your life. Everyone's different. You know, and that's the great great part about it. It, it was just funny how, you know, I was the same way. Like, oh, I'm not going to get that done. You You're know? the first one right? out of the leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, Super Dave, right? Yeah, he he was truly the first yeah. one. But, yeah, between Jim and I, I was. And, you know, I used the excuse, well, we're trying to get my son into college. Right. In order to get onto all the college campuses, we had to be vaccinated or we can't go onto the college campus. So, right. And my wife works for the federal government. So, of course, she was one of the first ones she got Sam done and then like, I'm not going to get that. Are you kidding me? You know, anyway, yeah, yeah here I am done now. Yeah. So. so since we're talking about it, the CDC is now recommending you only quarantine for five days instead of 10. So right. Sounds like money talked on that one. Yeah. 10 days is a long time. A lot of things got shut down and got a lot of a little too costly. So yeah. there's that, but moving on to JFW business and accomplishments, Dave, I handed you the uh, accident free for all four quarters. But it's not only accident-free. It means you got your safety bonus all four quarters. So that includes no tickets, no overweights, oh, no... No call-ins, right? No, no, not for yeah. the safety. Oh, yeah, yeah, four-wheel call-ins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you met all the requirements to receive your safety bonus for all four quarters. So Yeah, absolutely. And I, you read the, the perfect attendance so fast. I started to go through and check some of these because, coincidentally, a lot of these guys... <laughs> have perfect attendance so maybe if i read them a little slower you can match off that these guys got both they were here every day and perfect attendance absolutely uh i'll start off i'll apologize right now because i'm going to massacre some names on here but i'll do the best i can Uh, (laughs) yeah hey linda always teases me that i put a j in in every name that i write so at least i have yours right uh Uh, all right, first guy on the list, Jesse Biaza. Biaza? Yeah, see, I screwed Biaza, up first yep. one. He's on both lists. Yeah, Johnny Beret, Jose Barraza, Chris Beam, Gilbert Benny, uh, Dale Boys, 
man, you put their real names on here. You're throwing me for a twist, Jim. I'm really going to screw some Who of these they? up. <laughs> right? I'm like, right. I don't know that guy. That's not who that is. I didn't is. put their real names in. I just pulled it off bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look at that every day. I don't. Uh, anyway, uh, Mike Bortz. Shout out to Mike Bortz. He should be coming back soon, right? Not to get sidetracked, Jim. Shouldn't yeah. he be back like next week, maybe? I think after the first of the year. Nice. Yeah, he looked good at the Christmas party. He did. Thin, yeah. but looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Emilio in 45. Emilio yeah. Camacho. Yep. Uh, Miguel Castrion in uh, 57. Seabass in 58. Big Ryan in 41, a.k.a. Big Hungry, right? Yep. Big Empty. <laughs> Big Empty. <laughs> Only on fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Gene Freeman in 007. Uh, Night Coors guy, Jason Gamage. Uh, Rosario, Mr. Perfecto there in 86. Both lists. Uh, David uh, Gayton. Uh, he fills in on weekend Coors and uh, some days off when he's not going to school. He worked here full-time previously for some of you guys that don't know that. Uh, Benny Gonzalez in 005. My buddy Casey Guthrie that filled in and did a great job covering on the toy drive. Yeah. He did an awesome job down there. Yeah, Shout good out interview. to Casey. Yep, Both. I know we talked about it, but he did an awesome job. Both lists were Casey Claus. Oh, there you go. Nice. Casey Claus. <laughs> I have to put that one in X on. <laughs> uh, Dan Hawk. Both o- lists. O- A.K.A. John Wayne there because he's yep. a tough son of a bitch when he fell off the roof. Yep. Steady Eddie. <laughs> right? Uh, Josh James, Tony Martinez in 84. Both lists. Uh, Alan Martinez. Oh, no, Abdullah, right? That's not Alan? Right, that's Aladdin. Aladdin, Alan, yeah. Alan Martinez. Yep. Uh, John Moore in 35. Russ Murphy in 82. Uh, Paco. Najera. Nice. We don't have a production company around here. Possibly. Both lists. Got to help us out with that, man. Uh, next on the list, I'll massacre your name, Jack, so I apologize. But Jack Oquendo Mijea. I don't know if I said that right. I'm not nearly as cool as Jam and Super Dave. Both lists. <laughs> nice. Uh, Dan Polciani. I, I can't screw that up. I, I, I can say Italian names for some reason. But uh, Lon Reyes. Uh, Cisco Reza. Marty Rios. Dustin Romero. Oswaldo Sanchez in 21. Both lists. Nice. Pedro Sotelo that we were just talking about. Obviously both lists minus COVID. Yep. Uh, Mike Tafoya in 33. Serge in uh, 0040. Serge V. Uh, Manny Velasquez in 63. Dennis Viscara. Uh, Stingray in 0073. Rob White in 14. And Tufu Yang in 0072. Congratulations, you guys. Good job. And Tufu was on both lists. Nice. I'm telling you, man, he's a, he's a sleeper. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I had to, the Christmas party, I had to tease him. I said, man, you're, you're talking so much, I can't get a word in edgewise, you know. And he just looked at me, had his, his, his mask on, you know, and I, I was hoping he was smiling behind it. Not, not upset. Oh, that's funny. Uh, let's get into some procedures real quick, guys. Uh, for everybody that's on the Geotab Drive ELD. We've been having problems with a couple guys not signing out of the app correctly. And uh, we finally got to the bottom of it this morning. But you need to, you know, let's say you go out of town and you come back in, you finish your day locally, whatever. It's so important that you log off. Well, before you log off, you go off duty 
you need to verify your logs and log out. If you don't verify your logs and log out, you're not signing out correctly, and it's going to keep assigning you to that truck and tracking your moves. There is a way to skip those logs and say, not my logs, but we've been having trouble with that. My whole goal starting January 1 is no violations. The violations we're getting aren't because we're actually in violation. It's because of user error on the ELDs, mm. not doing it correctly. So please, guys, if you're on the ELDs, make sure you verify your logs and you log out every time that you're done with your trip out of town. Otherwise, it creates problems for us. And then the other thing is January 1st or the 3rd when we come back, we are going to the timesheets on Bamboo. I put out a Bamboo announcement where there's illustrations of how to do it with annotation when you when you punch in with a note you got to say you're you know driving under the local exemption and then uh yeah we said start using it this week just to try it out there's been confusion with that oh i didn't know we were starting yet it's this week is practice and really it's just tomorrow but you could punch in and out of that thing all day today just to see how it works and how to make a note in there hey jam on that too this we've already well not we've already had that problem but remembering to sign out so jimmy v's practicing with it and he was talking to me and linda he forgot to sign out last night so he had you know like 42 hours already of whatever right. it was overnight and then and then linda was able to go back in on our side and edit that and he was asking about editing it once he shut it off and mm-hmm. and i couldn't answer that question so yeah so so easy you could you could so we all forget to punch out sometimes so like this morning i came in and it said verify time and clock out so basically i forgot to punch out last night well i know i left at 605 so i could just go back punch out yesterday at 605 and then punch right back in it's so easy on bamboo if you forget something you can edit it yourself nice and edit it before you you because he he did something and then he act and then he thought he couldn't edit it right yeah everything's editable um if you're having problems and you get in too deep of water where you don't think you can figure it out, it's easy for me to go into bamboo and change it. Oh, so Okay. Yeah. yeah, big big learning curve, but again, you know, technology and no paper and right. it just, you know, little bit of effort on all our parts to make it right. Yeah, to be able to produce those timesheets if we had an audit is so simple. So Yes. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. At yeah, least, I, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Just just try it out today and tomorrow and be ready to use it the first or the third of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and we kind of blended two things together there that are very different. Our geotab for the drive for the mm-hmm. ELDs, right, for the electronic logbooks, and then the bamboo tracking the local drivers. So right. the ELDs are obviously for the guys that are running out of town. Right. And that's the one where if we don't log out, it's a mess. Yeah, because you cannot edit drive time on ELD. Right. If exactly. your truck is moving, you're driving. Exactly. You go over five miles an hour, you're driving. So if you are off or you're driving under the local exemption here, well, your ELD thinks that you're under the 70-hour, eight-day rule. So, yeah, that yeah. gives you violation. Yeah, big difference between those two. That, all of the bamboo stuff, very editable, yep. easy to fix, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Exactly. The geotab with the LEDs, a bit more complicated, and those are the ones we'll get violations on. So, yeah. Good yep. point, Dave. So geotab is out of town, and bamboo is in town. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Uh, I had a note from Linda. Martin will actually be closed on Monday, because originally we said we had a four-day weekend coming up. We were on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Well, Martin's closed on Monday. Fry's open. 
Uh, LG Everest will be open. AI is closed, and our coast is going to be closed. Linda is looking for a limited number of volunteers to work on Monday. Yeah, and I, I think just as I was coming up, she was talking to Morton, emailing back and forth. They might be open too, Jim. Right. So it's still, still, it's it's changing right now. So to everybody, pay attention. You, we might have a limited crew working Monday. Right. I know some guys are really interested in working, and other people are like, "Well, you told me we were closed." <laughs> yeah. in, right. So. Today. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it'll yeah. work. It'll work out for however you want it to work out. So, not a big deal. Uh, safety topic of the week, aggressive driving. Yeah, guys, so yesterday I, I got a call from a driver, and uh, I'm not saying any names. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but... was Were they in a red truck? He was in a red truck, okay. had a <clears throat> aluminum end dump attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I got, a, I got a call and said, hey, I got this car, keeps cutting me off and brake checking, and I'm like, oh, wow, you know. I'll check it out, and if we could get a license plate, we'll call Brighton PD because it was in Brighton, and we'll get it handled. Well, computers were down, this and that, so I finally get to it, and unfortunately, our driver (laughs) just wasn't being very courteous, you know what I mean? And he had seen a car come out of a parking lot driving aggressively and felt that he was going to do society a favor and <laughs> shut down the lane so this other driver couldn't, you know, merge into onto Tower Road or wherever they were at. But it was so good because, you know, I talked to Brother Dave about him, like, do we want to pull him in? You know, he really needs to see this. And you're like, just send him the video and, and see what he says. And he was gracious. You know, he was like, wow, you know, seeing it from the outside, it definitely looks like I was in the wrong. And I didn't realize I was going that fast, and I just told him, like, yeah, but if you had maintained your speed and you weren't worried about shutting this guy down, you wouldn't even have had to hit your brakes. He was going fast enough that he would have been gone and out of your life the rest of the day. Yeah, you and I talked about it, Jim. He didn't have to do anything. Nothing. He didn't have to lift on the throttle, touch it, just maintain exactly what he was doing. Never would have had any interference, and the guy would have been out of his way. Out of his life. Yeah, yeah. And, and and talking about society, so everybody has the good picture because he was helping society out, like you said, right, Jim? Right. Is was he not doing forty, and he ended up doing sixty, or was just short? That guy was a little less than sixty. Yeah, in a forty-five. Yeah. In a forty-five. Yeah. So he was Cadillacing at forty, right. and to help this guy out, we pushed him up to sixty miles an hour. <laughs> right. So that, just trying to set that up. To, right, and he he said he didn't realize he was going that fast. And sure. Yeah. You just got to be cool on your stool guys i mean we're not out there to save everybody we can't just remember what your mission is and that's to get to point a to point b without any problems right that incident led to some smack talking in a red light and it just wasn't a good look for jfw at all all for that driver you know and he thought he was in the right so much he called me to tell me what was going on and it was just like a no-brainer to watch a video and be like we're in the wrong here yeah yeah for sure yeah, yeah, that wasn't even a call in from the four wheeler. No. Which ultimately, if I was in that four wheeler, I I would have called five times, going, "What are you going to do about this guy? Right. This is ridiculous." Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I know you didn't mention that driver, but I know Rick will let me mention him. Rick Gray, you know, he several years ago, what Dave, two, three years ago, when the guy was getting on the on ramp, and and all Rick had to do was just ease up on the pedal, just ease up on the fuel pedal, just a little bit. And let this guy in, but Rick wasn't going to give him an inch, you know. And when we went over it with with Rick, Rick was like, "Yeah, all I had to do is just lift off the throttle for a second, one mile an hour, and let the guy in, and it wouldn't have cost anything." 
And by not lifting off the pedal, it, it cost everything. It was a mess. Yeah, he was there on the side of the road, you know, in an accident for two hours. Truck was down, hood being repaired, everything. And it was a lot longer ago than a couple well, years. <laughs> <laughs> the good times go by so fast. They do, Dave. Jim. They do. Yeah, yeah. That's not the point of the story, so I don't want to take that away from it. But yeah, that was that was a long time ago. It was, Rick and I laugh about that story because he lets us use it all the time. It was such right? a great learning yeah, curve, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and Rick will tell you. You ask Rick about it, and he goes, "Yeah, all I had to do is let off the throttle." He's yeah. He's a he's a preacher of that that yep. incident. Incident. Yeah. I mean, if we had cameras then, oh, man. what? how much further we would be now right. of what we could teach and preach and talk about and show. Because those, you know, that driver yesterday, Jam, for, for us to send him the video, when you look at your actions from another point of view, right. it's pretty it's pretty humbling, right? right? If you're open to that criticism sure. and it's, it's hard, it yeah. is hard to accept that. And kudos to him for being mature enough to realize, oh, like, yeah. hey, you know what, we don't really need to... Yeah. Call Brighton PD or anything yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean that driver's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, we know who it is. So. Yeah, and, and give Paco another pat on the back here. You know, that film of watching what you did when that car came at you, Paco, I was love to have those pieces of film because you are a superhero, buddy. Good good job. I, I love that. And I just think about the stress, like all that stress from a four wheeler when <laughs> I mean, not that I'm the greatest driver in the world, but I just don't care about other people. Like, I'm doing my speed, and I wouldn't even raise the eye. I would have been like, wow, that guy's driving pretty fast. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, listen to my podcast, not this podcast, but or, or yeah. a song or whatever. And yeah. It wouldn't even have affected my day. So Maybe maybe that's our next step is heart monitors, Jam. You know, <laughs> hook to you. And we right. get an alert. Your heart just went yeah. up. we got to tune into the, yeah. the video and check yeah. you out. And Camera comes on. We, Be cool on your stool. <laughs> you have to admit, though, we have all done that. Oh, yeah. Oh, what he did yesterday. Absolutely, we've Dave. We've all done. I mean, it, there's no way none of us are perfect about that. I mean, Man, you know, if, and probably more than once, I guarantee it. If I drove for you guys when I got my CDL in like the end of 98 or 99, you would have fired me. <laughs> I would not be eligible for rehire. And you would have been like, he's the worst driver we know. You yeah. know, Not because I didn't have the skill. I was skilled, but I was aggressive. And I would get called in on and I had a bad attitude about it. Like I get back and be like, yes, some guy said you ran him off the road today. Yeah, I did. He, he deserved it. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I have to argue with you, Dave, though. I have never done that because I'm taking Chris's deal last week was I've only done it on closed track situations, never out on the road. That's funny. Paco, you have anything to add about aggressive driving? Well, just drivers drivers against drivers. Your fellow teammates, Paco, you mean, be on each other's ass? Yeah, or or like when we're pulling up almost at pit six and – they pass you right at the end so that they could get loaded. <laughs> that pisses me off. Like, but I'm cool on my stool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Good that's stuff. a tough one. All right, guys, it's time for our final thoughts. Paco, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, for the teammates, clean your trucks. <laughs> Keep them clean. Wow, okay. Man. Wow. I know it is the first thing he would do if he was Jim or Day White. Crack that whip, get those trucks clean. <laughs> Uh, hey, since you said that, Paco, we've been giving a lot of shout outs and doing a lot of things and stuff like that. And a lot of guys have said, hey, you know, you clean my floor mats after hauling coors and, you know, you wipe down all my windows and a lot of positive remarks. I got to just throw out one ding here. 
Also remember to fuel the guys' trucks too. You know, wiping the windows down, you know, sweeping it out, stuff like that. Please just fuel the truck for the guy, especially if it was full when you got it or, you know, or, you know, full when you got it or even if it's empty when you used it, fuel it back up, you know. I mean, it's, that's a big deal. And and I got a couple complaints. I heard a couple complaints just this week about it, Jam. So please, please do that, you guys. Especially when it's just a few minutes. Yeah. And it's not. Not like you're losing 30 minutes out there doing that. Yeah, yeah. My final thought for the happy new year, you guys. Yeah. I mean, we're 2021's done. We're we're putting it in our back pocket and moving on. And like Dave said, you know, almost two years of COVID and the other stuff. And and I don't know if it'll change our luck, but 2022, you know, get into some even numbers, 22 instead of that 21, and we'll see how things go. So happy new year, everybody. Yeah, I'm ready to be done with one and into two. Yep. I get it. Just with the new year coming up, and then uh, Brother Dave, would you mention it? Wow, if we had the cameras back then, imagine where we would be now. Just kind of, I didn't have any final thoughts, and I'm kind of going downhill pretty quick here. But uh, just reminded me of a quote: uh, "The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second, be- <laughs> the second best time is today." Right. So with the new year coming up, just go ahead and get something started. Don't wait. Yeah. You know, and that's yep. all I got, guys. Yep. Paco, I think that was meant for you in the 401k. Yes. You know, plant a tree today, right? <coughs> yeah. <laughs> you better stop. Joanne's office next door. Yeah. And 20 years from now, you've been like, man, that was a good idea. I wish yeah. I would have done it 23 years ago. <laughs> it's like I tell Marty, I was like, man, in 20 years, I'm going to be there plant 12. <laughs> He's all like, he'll call you Little Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Pepito. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a happy new year. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Happy new year, everyone. See you, everybody. Woo!